Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. the sort of content they want that joke I was about to tell. You were about to tell a filthy (laughs) joke. And they don't want to hear your filthy old jokes. They do want those filthy old jokes. Then come and see your live. Babacom, live. Friday night. (laughs) If you want filthy old gags, he's working from the blue book. December the 6th, comedy store. Go and see him. Quite a few seats left. A lot of filth. He guarantees filth. Um, We had um, Matthew Bainton and Jim Howick in. They devised and uh, obviously starred in Ghosts, the brilliant BBC sitcom that comes to an end officially tomorrow, buying a Christmas special. They're both big Spurs fans. They were very interesting. Very interesting. Nice guys. Yeah, very nice. Uh, We chatted to them. Um, We were joined by Johnny Nelson. It was a whirlwind visit, but he was fascinating on... Uh, one of the fights hopefully we're going to see yeah. next year, Alexander Usyk versus Tyson Fury. He's not afraid to say what he thinks. No, no, like, no. Which a lot of people in boxing are. He's yeah. happy to say it. He was straight in there. And we talked about Francis and Garner and more. We hope you enjoy that. Um, we had a bit of a chat. We did. some ground. We railed against VAR and the terrible yes. handball uh, laws. And a bit of pettiness, a, didn't we, on the text? We had some pettiness on the text. Nice. And we had birthday spread as well. So here it all is. <laughs> Afternoon, Paul. Terrible. Just before you get going, we get going. Terrible result for Spurs last night, wasn't it? Really? Did we terrible, play? Terrible result for Spurs. I didn't know we played. Yeah, the Knicks. Knicks v the Spurs ah, last night, of San course. Antonio. Yeah, Huge yeah, yeah. win for the Knicks last night v the Spurs. Your, so, your uh, team, the Knicks. Yeah. Terrible. One of the... I've never really... I mean, I suppose another team called the Spurs, yeah. if I had that sort of interest, I would follow them, but I don't. You don't want to follow them? No. Not now. I've, I've said, oh, that's a good idea. You could follow them now. You could get on, no, no, get no. on board the, the uh, basketball bandwagon no, like I am. You're all right, Charlie. The, the I NBA think you'll, wagon. You'll be falling off it. A la Glenn Maxwell very soon, won't you? You're saying that. I'm wearing a new badge. Let's go. Let's go, Bockers. Is that Bockers? They're the Nick. Is that how they pronounce it? Let's go, Bockers. (laughs) They're the Nick of Bockers. Oh, they all got West Country accents at Madison Square Garden, don't they? Yeah. Okay. Right, if you suck, there he is. Let's go, Bockers. It'd be great if you became this kind of quite famous Knicks fan, like West Country Knicks yeah, fan. Be nice. And then you'd go to games, and you'd, it sound like it sounds like Jethro's. In you get courtside seats, you have a lottery win. You're always there, sitting next to Spike Lee. You know, but I like, sounding like Jethro. You know, I like dressing up. You know, yeah. I like dressing up, Paul, and oh, uh, wow. often do all sorts. Uh, they haven't got a mascot. I haven't seen their, their mascot, and he used to be called a uh, Doctor or Fa- Father Knickerbocker. I think he was oh, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd happily be Father Knickerbocker. Hello well, there, done. children. Father Knickerbocker here. You'd be great. You could be like the mascot for yeah. the uh, yeah Springfield Isotopes. You exactly. could go out there and and, and do that. Sort Left of over thing. from you know f- landing on on you know with with dre- disco. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Who discovered this is America? Not, this is not, not the rest of his history oh, no, podcast, it's not, is it? Yeah. It's not my area of expertise. No, okay. <laughs> on the boat from Plymouth is on what I was going to say. He's on the boat from Plymouth. Yeah. Josh Whittacombe was yeah. on it, I believe. <laughs> he will have been. Tommy Tynan. He'll have been on it a lot then, long, I think lot Tommy actually me. was on it. <laughs> but then came died. back. Then came back to play for Argyle. Yeah. That was a dreadful bit of Wasn't history that, yeah, just, Is this right? Was Tommy actually on the boat that landed at Plymouth? That doesn't make sense. Afternoon, Tommy. I think he listens, He does listen. He listens in the cab. He's told us in the past. Good afternoon, Tommy, afternoon, a legend Tommy. of yeah, uh, West Country what football. A player. 
Now, a couple of things. I'm going to get you going on a couple of things. Uh, first one is, you may have seen this, it's on uh, social media. We've just had the, uh, so it must be true, we just had the <laughs> Peruvian uh, league decider. Oh, yeah, this is beautiful. And the, the team that won it, won it at the home of their uh, great rivals. So um, what they did at the absolute moment, the rival club obviously had control over the lights. What they did at the moment the final whistle went and they'd lost the title to their rivals, yeah. they turned all the lights off in the stadium. All the lights off. There's footage of the guys celebrating their league win sometime later. In the, and the dark. lights still haven't come back oh, on. No. Yeah. It's a good idea. What well, you know, apparently a representative of the club has said it was nothing to do with us, it was just pure coincidence coincidence. Oh, yeah. Seconds after we lost the title, every <laughs> light in the house was turned off. Didn't, did Arsenal win at Spurs once, Paul? Was that right, more than won the league. I've seen the league there twice, oh, dear, effectively. Well, yeah, twice. Could have done with the, light, the lights going out there. The other one I've forgotten. The other one was a draw, technically. It was a moral victory that day. Oh, but okay. I don't dwell on that, Charlie. <laughs> I don't dwell. Sounds on. like you're dwelling. Yeah. You are dwelling. We got a late equaliser and we celebrated like we'd stopped them winning the title. <laughs> Little victories, I think we call it, don't we? So uh, we want to hear from you about... Tales of pure pettiness, honestly. If, I mean, can you think of anything quite as petty as that yeah, in any shape or form? Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TS H and J. If you want to tell us your story, oh three seven one seven double two double three double four. We welcome your calls. Um, also, goal celebrations. Um, you may have seen John McGinn, the Villa captain, does a little trademark goal celebration. We kind of put like glasses. glasses. Yeah, yeah that's nice. I didn't know what it was for. I discovered it down the Telegraph. It's a tribute to his nephew. Jack, I'm sure the Villa fans know this, but for a wider audience, uh, his nephew Jack has got an eye condition. He has to wear goggles when he plays football. So that's why he always does it for him. Oh, nice. nice. It's a lovely story and a nice celebration. Not for Edgar Davids. It's not for Edgar <laughs> no. Davids. <laughs> Come on, Edgar. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm just interested to know that Saturday afternoon Sundays where you play, is yeah. there a play? I don't mean choreographed goal celebrations by teams I'm talking about maybe a, a player you come up against a striker or somebody in your team or maybe even you mm. have got your own trademark goal oh, celebration nice. yeah, on a Sunday that. morning <laughs> Sunday, you know, as soon as like Chris scores you yeah. know what he's yeah. going to do I mean, it could be quite simple, could be quite elaborate. Might have their own one, their unique one. It must be quite hard yeah. to come up with a unique one. I would think so. What sort of club the bow do and arrow, get? The bow and arrow's gone, that's gone yeah. there. You can't do I that. mean, I don't mean copying heart. somebody else. Yeah, yeah. coming like up Their own ones. But on a Sunday morning, you start pulling that sort of nonsense. It's all very well <laughs> when you do it in front of a stand where your wife's sitting amongst 35,000 people or your dad. Yeah. But when there's, you know, four blokes and a dog standing there and you're giving yeah. it the full heart. I mean, let us know. Anyway, goal Why celebrations not? in the lower reaches. It's like when the kids cover their mouths, isn't it? I like it that one. Yeah, they with do kids, that. eight-year-olds covering their mouths. Well, they put their, hand, they yeah. put their hand in the air at, yeah. at corners when they've yeah. just, there's no, absolutely no, no signal of anything there, you know. Absolutely. So go and get in touch. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet 0371722334. Yeah, um, watching some of the football last night. I just watching it, the off sorry the the handball oh, law yeah uh, especially in Europe it's even worse than it is it in is, the Premier it? League and it just gets given doesn't it but you just Euro know it's going to yeah, get in given. European games it's an absolute disaster and what makes it worse is I don't remember it being that contentious a thing there's a lot of contentious stuff in football but there all, there always seem to be this sort of tacit acceptance with football fans that if you watch enough football you kind of know what is handball and what mm -hmm. isn't what is deliberate and what isn't yeah. and I think we all sort of tentatively agreed with the same things the threshold was pretty high you know if it was either accidental or deliberate yeah. wasn't it somebody put their hand out and stopped the ball that was handball if it hit their hand we'd say Accidental handball. There's a beautiful, simple, cut and dried mm. rule. And what we've got now is this complete, utter ragbag of a law that the more they try and get it right, the more they get it wrong. And I just cannot believe IFAB, right? I've got look, I've got no expectation on Pierluigi Colina or David Eller who are in charge of it. They're wonks, basically. They're they're nerds. Yeah. They're, they're not interested in it being a great spectacle. No. They're more interested in the laws of the game. But there is this panel. You're probably aware there is a football advisory panel. Um, let's you're going to name, name and shame you. Well, Paul, I'm going to give nice. you something. I'm going to. It might sound a bit like Jason Cundy. Arsene Wenger. Uh, no, but I won't do that. Can you hear me? But Arsene <laughs> Wenger, Jillian, uh, Jill Ellis, who was the US coach, right? You've got uh, Hidetoshi Nakata, the great 
uh, Japanese football. Yeah. All these guys have played lots of football. They've the all been round the block. Daniel Amakachi, former Everton and uh-huh. Nigeria and striker. Just player. some of the names here. Neri Pompidou, who was the uh, old Argentina goalkeeper of the yeah. 80s. Who else is on there? Francisco Maturana, one of the great players of world football. Aaron Hughes, our own Aaron Hughes, yeah. played in our league. All these guys. Boban's on there. Figo's on there. They're all on this panel, and they're an advisory board. Any chance of them doing some advising? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine Arsene Wenger in the dugout being sawn off by some... The, the handball for Copenhagen last night. A bloke with his... Basically not looking at the ball. The ball hits his hand after yeah. he's come off of Harry Maguire's hand. And you think, how is that how a is penalty? That yeah, yeah. How is that at all a penalty? I know, yeah. look, because he gave the first one, he had to give the second. And that in itself is terrible. But can you imagine... Arsene Wenger would be going mad if some of the decisions... Absolutely mad, yeah. All these people in a dugout would be doing the same thing. So, and because they're there, you can't you can't say it's the refs, they've never played the game, they don't know the ins and outs. Yeah. This is a group of 20 people they should, they should, who've all played you know, this, like, at least 100 games each. All these football people should basically stage a coup. Yeah. They should <laughs> just go in there and take over. Yeah. You know, because it, it's, honestly, it's getting absolutely ridiculous. And we think we've got it bad in the Premier League. Watch European games... Uh, and the way that, uh, especially handball, I mean, look, I, I, the Rashford sending off, I saw Keith Hackett today in the Telegraph, the former head of the referee, saying he thought it was the right call. You look at it, I don't know. No. I, I mean, you, you've got to the point now where you don't quite know what is a red card and what isn't, but it's handball that really drives me potty. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We're delighted to say that down in London and popping in to see us in the studio is the former World Cruiserweight champion and, of course, pundit these days for Sky. Yeah. Pops up on the station a lot with Jim and Simon and the gang. It is uh, Johnny Nelson. Hey, Johnny, hey, how John. are you? I'm all right, thank you. I'm oh, actually good. surprised. I'm thinking it's going to be a, an easy ride here. Simon's oh, not yeah. here to, to, to drill me. So, uh... <laughs> I was back, actually. Here he comes. <laughs> I, I was telling... I was telling uh, uh, Charlie, about the first time I ever met you, must be twenty odd years ago. You came down, you were down in London, you were still fighting, and you a cab had brought you in. There was a little short, sort of fairly rotund cab driver, and you. And I came, we came down in reception to see you, and you went, "I'm Johnny," and I said, "Well, with the greatest respect, <laughs> I, di- I didn't think he was the world cruiserweight <laughs> champion." The bloke says, "Yeah, yeah, no taking." Yeah, those little short five, fat five foot four yeah. cab driver. I mean, for you, you don't look like a cruiserweight to me. <laughs> oh dear. So, um, yeah, we, we Charlie just asked you a question off air. We're, it is one of the big talking points. Um, we're, um, Alexander Usyk was saying the other day, it's December the twenty third or never. Make mm. your mind up, Tyson. He's now backtracked slightly and said, yeah, he's picked up some injuries uh, in the yeah. last fight, so it's going to be February. I mean, how hopeful are we for February? You know what. I'll get into it and I'll probably get some stick over it. Before the fight, I mm-hmm. got a call from Tyson's manager, Spencer Spencer Brown. Yeah. And because uh, he made a comment about Spencer's, uh, Tyson's definitely fighting December the 23rd. No matter what, I've done the deal, I've sat down. So I said, well, who's this guy to, with that sort of authority? Has he got the authority to say that? He's a bit upset by that. Yeah. And uh, mm. he got on the phone, he said, well, I don't like why you said that. I said, well, who are you? He said, I'm his manager. I said, well, it was news to me. Yeah. And I thought Frank Wong was his manager. I thought, you know, Bob Aaron was there. He said, no, no, it's me. I went, Oh, I didn't remember what you be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Because once you're his manager, the book stops with you. Mm. So your responsibility to make sure everything's managed correctly as a manager does. He said, Yes, he's definitely fighting December twenty third, no matter what I've done a deal. I went, brilliant. Fight came about and you've got to give it to Saudi Arabia. The setup was yeah. brilliant. Mm. Even though they might have paid for all those guests those stars to be there, the the business the idea behind it was they want the whole world to see how much of an amazing show they put on, uh-huh. which they did do. It was an amazing show. So then it was Tyson Fury's responsibility to do his job, mm. which was perform to the best of his ability. Now now he said they, they said he trained right. They said, like, the week up to running up to it, he had a lot of commitments, probably took his mind off the ball, and he probably underestimated who was there. He trained right. So I said, number one, now it's down to the manager to say, and I know this, your manager say, no, you're not doing that, you're not doing that, you're not doing that, you've got to get your hand in the game. Yeah. That's the manager's responsibility. Yeah. For the fighter, the fighter, if you've trained to the best of your ability, that you're going to box to the best of your ability. Everybody's entitled to a bad day. But on such a massive occasion, a, some, such a massive do, my response was, if Tyson has trained to the best of his ability and has prepared for this correctly, then that kind of performance tells me his legs have gone. Now, there was uproar. Oh, my mm. God, Nelson said his legs have gone. I can remember when Tony Bellew said it about David Hay before they boxed, and I never actually thought about it. And then I watched the fight, I thought, oh, my God, he spotted that right. Yeah. Now, the way Tyson fought, he was falling all over himself. He found it was six rounds before he found his feet. Whatever. Uh, but... 
But and then the decision is the way it is. Tyson Fury being Tyson Fury, I always said this is the best heavyweight in the world. So in that performance against a guy who had his first professional fight, you're thinking, what have we just seen there? Yeah. So yeah. you have you've either not trained. Or your legs have gone. Mm. So do you want us to believe that you've trained? Because if we believe that you've trained and putting on that performance, it means your legs have gone. Make your mind up. But then as a manager, his manager has then got to come out. His manager's got to address this thing. Let's not develop amnesia yeah, yeah. and say, oh, let's just forget that. I promised that yesterday, but he's, believe me today. Yeah. So now they're saying they're talking in February, fighting in, in February. February, yeah. To my understanding, it's one of two things. Tyson Fury either gets stripped or gets sued if the fight doesn't happen. And I think it probably it's last chance alone. He won the fight, so why is the fight not going on? Mm. He won the fight. Yes, he looked like he got hit by a bus after the fight, but he won the fight. So why did it not happen December the, 20, the 23rd? It was never going to happen because Usyk was ringside at the fight. Yeah. And and if I was fighting, and most fighters, your, your manager, your team are not going to let you go on a jolly to Saudi Arabia eight weeks before such a big fight. Sure. He was there ringside. So I thought... I don't understand why you said that day. If if these people, everybody's ringside to to, yeah, to sure. in preparation for it. Now, will the fight happen? Frank Warren's a very shrewd, clever guy, and if he's handed the reins over to Spencer Brown, who's now his manager, I'll keep repeating it. Then 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 spent then then he's thinking, I know dealing with Tyson's hard work, and 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 uh, Frank Warren's uh, Frank Warren's thinking, I don't want a headache. So now, Spencer, you're the manager. You yeah. deal with him. So we said this is happening. Tyson might say something else. So you got to You he's a, he's your yeah. hot potato, and that's where the issue is. So do we believe he trained to the best of his ability? Yeah. Because if we do, we do believe him. Why did he perform the way he did? He's yeah. he's even his home his own brother said Tyson is surrounded himself with yes men. Yeah. His own brother who's in the camp. This is nothing different to what I said. Those yes men are people that are getting paid handsomely and they don't want to lose the job. So they're never going to challenge you if you say, I want to do this, I want to do that. If you want to develop yourself as a fighter, as an athlete, you, know, you always need to learn. You always need to be in a position where somebody advises you to get the best out of you. Prince Nassim Hamid wouldn't have been Prince Nassim Hamid yeah. without Brendan Ingle. David Beckham wouldn't have been David Beckham without Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. So you always need somebody to guide you. Yeah. So, so if you've surrounded yourself with yes men, and women, therefore, what's going to happen is you're going to stump your development. Now, now, as the manager, it's his responsibility. He's going to manage. But also, as a manager, your credentials are going to be questioned. Why have you got this job? Uh, what, what, what qualifies you for this job? Mm -hmm. So this is welcome to the, to the, to the shark yeah. fest waters yeah, yeah, of the world of boxing. It? Absolutely yeah. exhausting. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's, it's, it's going to be fast. Just another quick one before we let you go, Johnny. There, there's some talk today of the idea of, I think, uh, Eddie and... Uh, has said there's a potential for Francis and Garnu to fight Anthony Joshua. Is that something you'd you'd want to see? Um, I'd want to see it. Yeah, I think Francis and Garnu did an amazing job, and it's not taking credit away from him, even though it sounds like it did. Uh, I think um, talk is cheap. You know, so to, to associate the names, he gets people talking, gossiping. Oh my God, this could happen, but it keeps you at the top of the table. Yeah. In 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 my opinion, I think Francis Ngannou did did an amazing job because I didn't think he'd last the distance. But in reality, any of the top ten heavyweight satellites out there should beat him, uh, even though he did a good yeah. job against Tyson Fury. I think Eddie saying the fight with with uh, with Ngannou, mentioning it doesn't mean it's happening. No, the devil's in the detail. Put the names together, get it's people. All show, all show create, business, isn't it? Create yeah. hysteria. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, no. I think uh, isn't there a bit of Anthony Ruiz sort of. Buster Douglas, isn't there a bit of thing? You get caught cold once by in a fight like that. But, you know, Anthony Joshua would see him coming yeah, this so, time so, and he'd, he'd see him off. So, he? so it's just, it, Andy Ruiz, when he yeah. beat uh, Anthony Joshua, nobody yeah. knew who he was. We just saw a little fat Mexican fight yeah. getting mm. in the ring. And then once we knew who, saw what he did, yeah. now all of a sudden he's probably had, what, two fights since then? Yeah. yeah because yeah, everybody yeah. knows who he is. Everybody's yeah. thinking, watch yeah. this guy, watch this cocky. Yeah. When Buster Douglas beat uh, Mike Tyson, yeah. That year, he was the highest paid sportsman after that. But initially, he was the lowest paid yeah. Mike Tyson opponent. I think he got $800,000. After that, he boxed in Vanna Holyfield for $13.5 yeah. Now, Ungarno, now everybody knows who he is. He's yeah. a good scalp to have. 
But I tell you now, you're in a, such a packet now in yeah. his next five, mm. and that'll probably be the first and last we see of him in in a, in a yeah. in a in the top ten for for the time being. Yeah. And again, I'm not taking anything away from him. I think what he did was brilliant. But in reality, the the top ten fighters, world fighters that are there, this guy shouldn't stand a chance no. unless they make the same mistake as Tyson Fury. Yeah, which is unlikely. Johnny, we're out of time. It was lovely. It was it's a whirlwind well visit. Amazing, hey! Johnny. I enjoyed <laughs> that. Fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, enjoy your time down here in the smoke yeah and uh, and then you're uh, back up to Sheffield I'm going to go to Buckingham Palace and stand outside oh, the gates oh, be- <laughs> 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 cheers Johnny lovely thanks to see Johnny you. thanks for coming in there's Johnny Nelson there uh, I'm sure he'll be back on the station before too long the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast good afternoon Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk. we just got into the most interesting conversation we, 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 yeah. it was shut I, off we completely let, we should let Jim finish that <laughs> sentence that was uh, my wife's a Talky fan, wife, and yeah. she fancies, but and then it stopped. Oh, well, we look, came we'll, back on we'll air. Unbelievable. Uh, ghosts um, <laughs> it finishes this week. I think there is a Christmas special. The guys can tell us more. Um, yeah. We've got two of the co-creators and stars of the very popular BBC sitcom, uh, Matthew Bainton and Jim Howard. Good afternoon, guys. Hiya. Lovely to see you. Thanks for having us. So, uh, yeah, as we said, Matthew, calling time on on a, a successful show when people still yeah. want more. I mean, I, look, there's plenty of sitcom examples of you know. 40 Towers, The Office, etc. for the people doing that. But it's yep. always a big call, isn't it? It is. It's a, well, you're literally walking away from your gainful employment. Yeah. So there is a bit of a gamble there, but we <laughs> sort of hope that we'll get other jobs, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you just want to... We, we love the show and we're really proud of it. And it gets to a point where you sort of think, do you want it to just f- fizzle out yeah. and sort of become a bit mediocre or, or, or be something that's still on telly and people go oh that's still on mm. you sort of rather bow out drop down the leagues a bit exactly you could be Chris Waddle and end up yeah. playing you know <laughs> yeah. league two in your, in your late yeah, third yes. he did that for fun there ain't nothing to prove to anybody he was going to turn out for a non-league team the other day Chris um, so yeah there was a number of people involved in the sort of the, the show being devised so how did it how did it all come about then Jim how did the kind of show Come together. Well, we just finished a show uh, called Yonderland, and yeah. we were just thinking about what could be the next journey for us. And we wanted to keep the sort of dressing up theme, so we played in Yonderland and Horrible Histories. We played multiple characters. Yeah. Horrible Histories was a sketch show, so we wanted to have something a, a sort of playground where we could operate within the sort of multi-character sort of area. Um, so we got together and, and and sort of decided on a haunted house. Went back and forth with that idea. Um, and we were going to sort of frequent the haunted house with loads of different ghosts, loads of ghosts from all sort of ages. Uh, and then we decided not to because it was uh, sort of hard to play all those characters and yeah. a bit of a production nightmare and, and stick to the core characters of the five. And that's kind of how the idea came about. Yeah. So the foundation. And that's one of its strengths, really, Matthew, isn't it? Because it's like, you you know, you, you get into the characters. You know, you're not, you, you've got this core of characters that you yeah, kind of yeah. care about and you bind to. And that's kind of, rather than it being sort of people flitting in and out, I think. I think so. It's a, it, it sort of, it looks like a high concept thing because it's about ghosts. Mm. But then in the end, it's actually a flat share sitcom, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's people stuck together who don't necessarily get on very well it's the most ex- sort of extreme version of that because they literally can't leave because they're ghosts so they're yeah. trapped there forever yeah. you know what a, yeah people found it really quickly didn't they I mean, even in the, as i was looking for you coming in today the first series got really good numbers mm. um i mean that's quite rare isn't it you often t- find people find takes them a while to find a new sitcom i think we're lucky yeah. because we're we've sort of got an identity as a group and people will follow us from one project to another so Mm. even though it's a new show it's sort of we we already have a a fairly loyal audience well you're loved don't you the ensemble is loved you've worked as an ensemble so long and horrible histories they always say if you can get people uh, when they're young, you know, you, you'll sort of have them forever. So yeah. well, kids, that's the mad kids, thing now. Kids got on board yeah, with all the Exactly, yeah. like people in their 20s with full beards coming up to you and going, you're my childhood. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that ages me. Yeah. yeah. So you've got, is it tomorrow is the last show? It's the last episode of, of the final series mm-hmm. and then the, the final episode ever will be will be the Christmas one. I was going to say, yeah. it must right. be the Christmas, yeah. So we don't have a broadcast date for that yet, but we... Don't yeah. think so. What's Fingers big, crossed for the big what's one. The, what's the bit? Is it Christmas Day? Is that Yeah, that would be that nice. It was Christmas Day one. last year, so it would be lovely to have Christmas yeah. Day, isn't it? Yeah. And have, have there been kind of different 
versions of Ghosts around the world? Has the format been sold? Oh, yeah. It has to America, yeah. yeah. Mm. So America do um, to Ghosts over there for CBS. And What do you make of it? Were you kind of advisors on it, you guys? We're, yeah, so we're, we're, we're executive producers on it and we kind of, we were heavily involved at the beginning when they were sort of creating it, putting it together and thinking about what, their versions of you know it's american history so yeah, yeah. what are the archetypes through american history where we've got a headless tudor you can't have that <laughs> course, you know course, yeah, um, yeah. so they've got a native american character okay, and they, yeah. they've got a civil war captain yeah like yeah, yeah so um a police cop there yeah. are a couple of characters oh, that no, are very similar to ours yeah, yeah. suddenly you <laughs> yeah. were doing that's that's i was that's, doing the village people that's the village, that's the village people. People. Yeah, 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 it was a construction <laughs> work people often make that well you could do i mean you could do you could do with them maybe that's the next thing so there's yeah now there's these versions all over the all over the world there are sort of possible versions of it in development yeah. and that's the great by complete accident we created a concept that you can kind of localize to any yeah. culture in any country you look kind of repertory company jim you're going to keep working together have you got something else all planned out the, the, yeah. we've got we've got some irons in the fire i mean uh, we, we we're sort of having a natural pause at the moment but yeah the, i think you know to not do something again as a group would be would be silly really well i mean it, it, it would work as live theater as well wouldn't it uh, this i mean yeah, if you wanted to show yeah, yeah. To take yeah. It on the road who knows all, yeah, we yeah. All, who knows we all sort of started we, out doing live comedy and we, we talk about that quite often it's sort of you miss it you miss hearing yeah. the laughter yeah. you're about to play bottom at the rsc aren't you correct yeah yes. yeah yeah wow yeah i'm yes. looking forward to when's that. that is that for christmas as well or it's no it's actually in the new year it's um mid-january i think okay. we open till the end of march yeah but i'm looking forward to that i'm, Jim, I'm, how, I'm available oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say you are, you'd yeah. be a brilliant bottom actually <laughs> you Thanks, were, thank actually. you yeah. Yeah. sort of more natural yeah. casting yeah. actually yeah. for that well they came to me first yeah. i'll be honest <laughs> <laughs> this is the moment you turned it, <laughs> yeah. 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 I turn it down now My, i'll give you matthew's number yeah. <laughs> yeah. i can't matthew be bothered there. to be honest have you got any friends who might like to play bottom that didn't happen jim how much did you regret we must get asked this all the time, writing that you had an arrow through your neck. Oh, do you know what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> At first, we, we had to sort of work on the design because I wouldn't be able to sort of sit down or even lie down yeah. at lunch, yeah, no, yeah. even like a nap oh, in gosh. our 40s. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but it was simply a joke shop arrow, really. A bit housed oh, okay. in the scarf, so it was quite easy to take off. Okay, take off on and off, so it wasn't. I also wrote it there. into the story that he snapped the end off because he's trying to get back on the minibus to drive to, yeah. to drive himself yeah, to yeah. hospital. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. So yeah. it's not the full length of the I didn't arrow. have it bad at all, really. I was in my own sort of makeup with yeah. my own tash. Simon was without trousers the whole yes. time, so when we were filming, filming outside, winter, yeah. Yeah, we used to film January to March, so there were nights he was absolutely freezing. <laughs> no um, one thought it through, did No, they? not yeah, really. That's yeah. it, yeah, didn't future-proof it. Well, it's, it's uh, the last one, it's um, nine, what time's it on, is it this? 8.30. 8.30, right, 8.30 tomorrow night. Fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, it's been great success. I hope you have a massive flop, your next. There we are. Charlie's in the project. Yeah, massive. Yeah, we were going to offer your part. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's only because I was offered uh, bottom at the uh, RSC. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a, that's another old gag there, but we'll move on. Uh, so let's uh, let's Spurs. talk about Spurs. Spurs yeah. Uh, yeah, we need to talk about Tottenham. Oh, You're both Spurs fans. Do you go together at the games, do you? Or? We mm. wave at each other across the yeah. um, oh, that's nice. across it's... both the stadium and the class divide. Yeah, <laughs> oh, really? I, I've got. He's in the premium I've seats, and I'm seats. and I'm with the people. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, nice, beautiful, yeah. nice. That's nice. Um, do you get oh, you, do you get the half time bottle of Heineken? I get half time. I get whatever I like at half time. Well, I get like you know. Drink whatever, whatever you like at half time. Right, right? okay. Yeah. Um, Free? Yeah. Yeah, it's for half, well, as long as half time is. Yeah, okay. Um, um, <laughs> these days. So, yeah, well, if you gone. can add injury time yeah. to that, you'd be laughing. <laughs> Hannah um, never again. And a bit of food beforehand, you know. Nice. Yeah, oh, sounds nice. That's quite a. Have you always been. Prawn sandwich? Or no, no. Just, um, <laughs> this is, this is an off, this is no. a spin off a ghost. I've always been prawn sandwich. Yeah. I may remain sandwich. prawn sandwich because yeah. the seats are really comfy and I get, yeah. I get a cup holder. Oh, that's Which nice. is worth, you know, yeah. worth wow. it all. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, were, we both went to the uh, Lily White House, the building that were, before the stadium was built. Mm. And we were sort of, they tried to sell us these tickets. We did the VR tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of it, they started talking about the price of the premium tickets. <laughs> and I just saw a look in Jim's eye 
I thought they've got him. They've got yeah. him. They've got him. <laughs> <laughs> they've got was him. it like timeshare? Did they ring a yeah. bell? <laughs> Matthew, I'm oh, sorry, yeah, I'm saying Daniel Levy rang a bell when they got, <laughs> it, yeah. when they got Jim. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> it. Yeah. that's it. Yeah. You're so earning, you're earning, Jim. Yeah. What's it for? I'm What's it for? Myself. Exactly. Exactly. I exactly. My dad, you've sold it to America. You've just said, you know, it's fine. You're going to be sitting. It feels worth spot. it now. I'll tell you that. It didn't feel worth it last season. No. Um, oh, yeah. But we're enjoying ourselves yeah. now. Yeah. It's a great even, atmosphere. Even despite ground. that shellacking Incredible. on Monday. It was, yeah, as I've sent you off here, it's, it's been the collateral damage of that night. Not so much the night itself, but the fallout from it and injuries and yeah. suspensions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, totally. Um, it's good to hear that, from, from Tottenham's point of view, that Van der Ven, it sounds as if he's not as bad as everybody initially yeah, thought. He's been out crossed. for a good few weeks. I think so. Um, so they've got a lot of mix and match to do ahead of Wolves yeah. on Saturday lunchtime, haven't yeah. they? I have to say, as much of, of a calamity as it was... By the end, I felt like I've never loved this football club more. <laughs> yeah, it was a strange thing. The atmosphere thing, wasn't it? in the ground was incredible, yeah. and, the, and the camaraderie in the squad, you know, and the sense that that we will depend on those fringe players, and yeah. you know that they've been given, with the exception of Dyer, they have all been given minutes under yeah. under Ange, and mm. th- that's what you've got to do if you if you if you end up in that moment where you depend on those players yeah. and they've not had minutes on the pitch, yeah. you're in trouble. Well, if they've had minutes on the pitch or not, Matthew, he's not had a bomb squad, I don't think. He's not no. ostracised those players and not been involved, yeah. which is how yeah, yeah. Eric Dyer came on and put a real shift in. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You know, the time was when, at the end of the, that game, the seats would have been empty. Yeah. There would have been yeah. booze ringing around the ground. Yeah. Um, it says everything you need to know about what he and Ange Postacoglu has instilled in the club, actually. Yeah, incredibly just, quickly. I mean, yeah, you know, insane. The, just I mean, like, you know, despite it was, it what got very Monday. toxic at the end yeah, of the season. Yeah, no, it did. At the and ground. It does feel very different. The whole atmosphere yeah. feels very different. It's going to be so awful when he's Man United manager at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so sad in here. Jacob Hawley, the, <laughs> Jacob Hawley the Arsenal supporting comedian, is, he yeah. said they're all, they like Ange and. Um, mm. But they're going to start Ange for England. Yeah. Oh, really? That's the big hashtag Ange for England. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah, a great really. England manager. Oh, yeah, 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 after, after Gareth. But, uh, but I mean, look, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks and yeah. Yeah. whether the kind of spirit of what we're seeing from this yeah. team, whether that's going to be enough. It's a I mean, challenge. Yeah, it could be a rough match. It could, yeah. you know. It won't be that rough because you'll be in that comfy seat with your free beer. Yeah, it won't be for me. I mean, for the Villa game, it'll be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I think, you know, if we, as you say, if we can get, uh, you know, two or three points after, uh, out of the next few yeah. That always is, be all that right. side. That I used to sit in the West End years and years ago. I mean, I had, I had a couple of seasons on a, on a ticket up right at the back of that West End, which is the, the where the posh seats are yeah. at Tottenham. And it was in those days, it was the smell of cigar smoke. Oh, really? Was, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 There'd be a lot oh, of cigar, yeah. the board of directors, there'd be a lot of cigar smoke yeah. up there. Cigarette smoke. All three sides, predominantly oh, slim panatella in the West End. <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. Cafe Creme. Yeah, oh, nice. <laughs> Cafe Creme, there we are. Slim panatella, didn't he play under Ross the R.D. list? I think he, he did. He signed really? in video. Yeah, very country and Western singer. <laughs> so, um, well, guys, lovely to see you. Congratulations on Ghost. And we look you, forward to the next yeah. project. And um, thanks for coming in up the Spurs. And um, we'll, we'll hopefully see you again soon. Thank yeah. you very much. Thanks, Matthew guys. And them, Jim Howick there thanks. from Ghost. Tomorrow night, 8.30, the final show, Christmas special. Uh, TBA but certainly you would imagine sometime over Christmas be a bit dark and play it out 28th of January (laughs) wouldn't it really get it in that middle bit (laughs) yeah that's it when everyone's out the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rustoleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustoleum. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. Coming up, the Moose will join us. We've got games in Europe uh, tonight, of course, and I'm sure we hear from the gaffers and the players Ahead of those, uh, we're going to bring you Toulouse versus Liverpool this evening in the Europa League. Alex Crook and Dean Ashton are your commentary team for that one. That's the quarter six kickoff on TalkSport 2. And uh, Hugh Woosencroft and Jermaine Pennant keep you in touch with all the goals around Europe tonight in kickoff from seven. We were asking about goal celebrations yeah. in the lower reaches uh, earlier on. Um, I just wondered if on a Sunday afternoon, Saturday morning, people still went for the elaborate goal celebration. I'm mean, talking about the influence of uh, of pro football. Uh, this has come from Rob in Derby. Oh, yeah. My seven-year-old son, when he scores a goal, kisses an invisible wedding ring and points <laughs> to the sky. As far as I know, he's not married, not religious, and thankfully has no acquaintances in heaven. Oh, lovely. It's amazing. Oh, I bet he loves that. He's, he's seen it done. Kissing the wedding ring. <laughs> Beautiful. Kissing his tattoo on his wrist, I yeah. expect, next. That would be nice. It's lovely. This is Craig on on a Sunday morning, our 18-stone centre-back always celebrates a goal by pulling his top up into his mouth and doing a pole dance on the corner flag, finger in his belly button, the lot. How, how, how lovely on a Sunday morning. That's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. This is my favourite one, uh, which is, says, uh, uh, one of our best strikers was a, uh, was a surgeon. Mm. Uh, he was very posh and he'd turn up in pink chinos and a wax jacket. You couldn't miss him. A member of the opposition once asked him if he was in fancy dress with all his posh gear on. So when he scored, he started doing a goal celebration like the Queen's Wave. Yeah, that's, lo- a nice, that's nice. That's a nice Lording song, it yeah. all over the footballing pleb. Yes, thank yeah. you so much. Lovely, beautiful. That's some Nick. Heritage United. Oh, Heritage United. Don't know, beautiful. Don't what a club you know, they were. Great, was in great Tes- history they've got. I was in Tesco, Newton Abbott. Says, oh, right. uh, okay. you know that Tesco? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Is it a big one? Is it a mega store? It's next to Racker Hayes Pool, which is the fishing uh, fishing pond in Newton Abbott, opposite the race course. Oh, lovely. Yeah, opposite yeah, Newton yeah. Abbott race course. So you've of been course. in there, have you, for been a meal deal? Newton Abbott All Whites, the uh, rugby team. Wow. Is there as well? It's like a little trip round Newton Abbott. Yeah. Anyway, James is a Fulham fan. I don't know what he was doing there. But Tesco Newton Abbott parked in the parent and child as I had my little girl with me. The okay. fellow next to me with a lead sticker in his window had no child. I let him go in, then went to customer service with his registration number and said his boot and all his doors were open. Yeah. He ran out so fast, it made me feel warm inside. Petty little man, he says I am. Yeah, lovely. That's, asked, not, that's nothing to do with Leeds United. That's no. just from not being from Newton Abbott. We asked about pettiness today because <laughs> in the Peruvian League decider, the team that won were playing at their rival's ground and the team that lost, of course, who were at home, turned all the lights off the moment the final whistle went to kill. And They said it was uh, just the local uh, a power yeah. issue and it was nothing to do with them. Chini Recon, whatever you that think is. That's in, what it is, emergency lights. Yeah, um, so they turned all the lights off. So we were looking for tales of pettiness. Very uh, nice. Today. So we, also, Johnny Nelson was in a little bit earlier on, and Wads from Leeds was half listening. He said, I thought one point you said you had Willie Nelson on <laughs> to talk boxing. <laughs> Quite nice. like that idea. Yeah, and he does it on the road. It's the idea yeah, that yeah. We, we like to talk, but I mean, we have the boxing hour with Jim <laughs> and Simon, but that is essentially boxing people. What we like to do is have, you know, mainly people from the world of country Country or Western, yeah, all come on with Garth Brooks uh, looking ahead to the big fight. Dolly Parton, she's she's very good on the sort of light welterweight scene. Yeah, that's what she, she does. Yeah, those sort of ABA nights. You yeah, know, yeah, she'd she, be she'd she's be, more your York Hall. She's yeah, she's small hall fights. We normally <laughs> turn to Dolly on. We get Willie on for the big uh, for yeah. the big fights. He loves we? those big fights. Yeah, yeah. He really does. There we are. So, uh, Johnny, if, if you, what a fine figure of if, man, Johnny. If is. you've got any other uh, country and Western star uh, boxing chat combos, then we're. Yeah, we're happy to bring them to the listeners. The crossover there. We'll try, if there's ones you'd like to see happen, if there's certain aspects of the fight game yeah. and a country and Western singer you feel would be the perfect person to chat about that, maybe this could become a strand. I just watched that Sly Stallone documentary on Netflix. Oh, very, yeah, it's very good. good, Paul. Yeah? It's very, very good indeed, yes. I didn't know him, him and his brother. I know his brother Frank was, is a singer. Yeah. Um, his brother Frank's in Rocky, isn't he? 
You know, you know when they oh, yeah. when they go, he turns, turns the corner and there's some street singers under a street lamp. That's his brother Frank yeah. Stallone. Um, and but they they got split up when they were when they were kids. Yeah, their, their parents split up and one uh, Sly moved to the countryside with You're his right. dad. I didn't know and about this yeah, documentary. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a great. It's called Sly. I think it's called Sly. I think it's got. I'm going to say it's called Sly. Might yeah. not be called Sly. Okay. Um, so yeah, and but it follows him. He's packing up his house. He sold his house to Adele. Do you know that? Oh, I she guess said, that she said bell, she'd yeah. buy it if he left the if the if he left the Rocky statue that's at the end of the pool. Yeah. Um, so he's packing up his house, and as he's packing up his house, he's talking you through his life. It's a nice format, and he's very very honest in it. Oh, okay. Very honest in it, and you see his success with uh, with 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 Rocky. Obviously, that comes out of nowhere. Writes, produces, and acts in it, and then he has a load of flops, and they take him they take you through all his flops. Yeah, which is really good. So he writes Rocky too, and then brings Ramb up. His dad was not a nice person. Wow, I'll go and check yeah. it out. Sounds oh, it's good. really, really interesting. Really, my, really. My favourite Stallone film. I think you know because people just you know they look at his films and they don't think he's up to much. You seen Copland? You ever seen Copland? Copland's great. Now they go wonderful. They, film. Now they go into Copland and how that was supposed to be his sort of look. How it's almost his John Travolta in. You know yeah. when John Travolta did Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so. Copland was supposed to be seen as I'm a great actor, and he said he was in this scene with Stallone in it. You watch, yeah. he said he was in this scene with um, De Niro, De Niro in it, yeah. in And it. he said he's not he's not trusting me with the full De Niro, you know. Right. And then he sort of improvises yeah. it. A lot of it's impro. A lot of the Rocky is impro. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. uh, oh well, I watch it. Really John. interesting. You've, you've my oh, really, in, really no, good does. documentary. Yeah, good fun. You know, it, it nice hour. A nice hour. Very good. Um, Eric, I'm not sure how well this would have played. Eric Ten Hag uh, was talking about the game last. He's obviously upset about some of the decisions, but he said, I was very disappointed as we played very good football and started so well. It was our best 10 minutes of the season. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I would have said that. We dominated for 25 minutes. I mean, you get 25 minutes injury time now. Yeah. He knew what he meant. But still, I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, our best that was our best ten minutes of the season would have played well. Jane McDonald, singer and TV, oh, my favorite. perennially on holiday. She's absolutely never, my favorite. Never Jane. off of holiday. She, no, no. When is she ever at home? <laughs> I mean, every show she finishes one Channel Five series, then she gets on another cruise ship or goes. What yeah, a yeah, gig! She's, she's always got. working. What a gig! She's always working. Jane McDonald said the worst Christmas present she ever received was a nose hair trimmer. Oh, that's nice. Right. So that's bad enough. Who gave her that? Her, her husband. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> Just what you need. Isn't that good? Just what you need. Wow. Happy, actually, happy Christmas. Her ex-husband, oh, which no, I, I didn't never. even need to add that. <laughs> he gave her that, apparently, and a, a self-help book. Oh, blimey. Imagine that. It's, it's a bit like when you buy, if you buy someone uh, a gym membership for Christmas yeah. or, their, or their birthday. It's like, is this a hint? Yeah, or a running you know, machine. A full slim fa- full set yeah, of slim fast. Stomach stapling <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just a voucher. Voucher for the Voucher stomach for the old trip to Turkey for you there. Sort a lot of love for out. ghosts since uh, Matthew uh, Bainton and Jim Howitt oh, came yeah, in about yeah. half an hour ago. Absolutely love ghosts, says Chris, the Arsenal fan. So sad to see it end. Been watched every season, big fan, he says. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of love for it when when the guys were here. Um, yeah, we are looking for pettiness. And Reese uh, from Western Supermare, uh, a, a moment I hadn't seen until fairly recently, but uh, our producer and Charlie showed it to me. Talkie drew 2-2 to a late Western Supermare equaliser mm. a few years ago. Yeah. And a Talkie fan threw a full-sized um, the wheelie, wheelie bin, bin yeah, the wheelie onto bin the pitch. On. Very petty, he says. Yeah, that's good, so they're good doing it. Yeah, full wheelie it? bin on the pitch. Who, how do they get a full wheelie bin into the stadium? That, that was a couple of years ago. That wheelie bin now plays left back for us. <laughs> 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 National League South is one of our best players. Yeah. It's been unbelievable all season. Yeah. What Absolutely. about that? I don't know how they got the wheelie bin on the pitch, but they did, Paul. And just in a, in a fit of peak to throw something on the pitch. I mean, you know, a, a, I don't know, a plastic drink container. Not a wheelie bin. Who throws a wheelie bin on a pitch? Well, I reckon a few more things might get thrown on the pitch soon, Paul, if, going... it, if it carries on the way it's going. Is there some kind of coup going on there? Not that there's no coup. coup. There's no, no coup happening. No. I know there was a kind of meeting last night. Yeah. Of, uh, on... There's unhappiness at Torquay with yeah. how the how it is going, how vocal the ownership are, um, how much they seem to care, Paul, which, yeah. which, you know, football clubs belong to fans, don't they? Football clubs shouldn't belong... Shouldn't you be a rallying point where as, as you, you know, shouldn't Charlie Baker, shouldn't he be... Why? Why, why you... should I be at the front of it? Well, I, I, I'm, <laughs> here I am, talking about it now. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm never negative about the club. No. I'm always positive about the club. 
But it comes you to a point. You just said wheelie bin playing at left back. I mean, <laughs> actually, if left, I was Torquay's left back, I wouldn't be feeling Left back was a bad choice because he's Dean Moxie. He's probably our oh, best, yeah. probably our best well, player. I, I've seen centre him. mid. Let's say centre mid. Yeah, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Let's make them feel special. Yeah. Yeah. Clubs belong to the fans, Paul. Yeah. Don't they? Clubs belong to the fans. You know, the history is the fans will still be there, whoever owns the club. You want to have a chat with that lot down the road, Exeter. They, the sort of fan ownership has worked very yes, well for I'm them. I'm thrilled that's worked well for them, yeah. Well, I mean... And I'm th- well, thrilled, you know. a blueprint. Yeah, exactly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joining us now, uh, Andy Jacobs and Jeff Peters. It's time oh, for lovely. the birthday spread. Good afternoon, Andy. Yeah, good afternoon, boys. How are you? Yeah, yeah not too good, bad. Uh, you're quite oh, pleased yeah. with the gags yesterday. You've honed the 21 down to 10 absolute... Pieces of gold. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. I think only a couple of old ones. I think there's some new ones in there. Oh, that's good. Um, uh, Jeff Peters uh, keeps score. Good afternoon, Jeff. Oh, he's. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, the nerves. Good good afternoon from the nerve centre. Yes, a lot of fresh names in the birthday spread today. So looking forward to those gags. So no beep, uh, no truck beeping today. Uh, Paul's in great form. Eight wins in ten against Charlie. Nineteen sixteen this year. Fifty-six, thirty-three overall. And okay. as always, we are on Instagram Live. Yes, brilliant. And uh, little tiny Peters, if anybody wants friend. to have a look, yeah. I just joined, and you got you had fifty-seven people a minute ago. Now you're down to fifty-five. So uh, I don't know what's happened there. By yeah. actually announcing last it on week, there, we had dropping. nearly two hundred at one point last week. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. What's the point? Instagram Honestly. Live. Jeff Peters and Andy Jacobs. Um, <laughs> no ten point. birthdays. We've got to guess how old the people are. Andy has got a gang for each one. One of them. Some will know, some we won't. We alternate, so there's no s housery. I'll kick us off because I won last week, and we're always helped by Pele and Sergio Mendes. First birthday, Andy. Okay. The first birthday this week is the fine golfer Bubba Watson. Oh, Bubba yeah, Watson. Yeah, yeah. And we were in a college marching band at Georgia University together, and we used to have virtually identical trumpets. You couldn't tell whose was whose. I was forever blowing bubbers. <laughs> could have been worse. <laughs> could have been an awful lot worse. It could have been an awful lot worse. <laughs> it could have been an awful lot worse. <laughs> I'd say Bubba Watson, he's probably late 30s, would you say, Charlie? 39. Me, I'm in the game oh, against yeah. well, you. I'm just, I'm just sounding you out, you know, just as a mate. <laughs> it's like you going to VAR and going, what mate. do you think? Do you think that looks... Yeah. <laughs> 39, I'm going to say. See, that looks offside. I think I've gone a bit high, but I don't want to line you up 39. You've gone young. Have you, Bubba? 44. He's 45. Good start. Yeah, there we are. There we are. Bad luck. Okay. Doesn't seem we're. Yeah, okay. Probably right. Not a good start for me. What's the score, Jeff? Hall six, Charlie one. Do let us know how you're getting on, listeners, and we'll we'll bring you the best of those at halftime. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSHNJ. Just watching them on my Instagram, on Instagram Live, and they do take it very seriously, Paul. Yeah, look at that. They've got their real game faces on the pair of them. Okay. Here we go then. Charlie goes first. Next birthday, Andy. It's the singer and actor. Art Garfunkel. Art mm. Garfunkel. Oh, yeah. And he was due to appear on White and Jordan, but he fell out with one of them during the ad break. The producer had to go in the studio to break up a fight between Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. Hmm. Yeah. 81. 81? Yes. Yeah. He's got young hair, though, hasn't he, yeah, Art right. Garfunkel? Has he still I, got I young hair? Got, I think he puts it, if he lost it, because it's sort of part of his vibe. Do you think he'd yeah, yeah, wig yeah. it up? You could go to Turkey and well, have that, uh, have that sewn in. You could do, yeah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> that could do, yeah. Now, can you make it look slightly mad? He's Thank gotta, you, mate. He's got to be around there. I'll go 79. 82. Wow, oh, Charlie, you're Baker. doing really well. Bang. What's the scores, Jeff? It's Paul 9, Charlie 2. Charlie, you got a direct hit with that last year. Oh, did oh, I? Okay. Last, yeah, year. Yeah, last year. See, I don't, you know. Yeah. You know there's there's no factory. cheating going. You know that. <laughs> He's like the Andy Zortzman uh, is, yeah, of yeah. Uh, the birthday spread, isn't he? Of course. Without that's the amazing ridiculous. hair. Without the, the amazing Garfunkel envelope. So what, what's yes, next that's then? very true. Mm. Uh, it's the actress from Heidi High, a guest on your show recently, you and Charlie, Sue Pollard. Oh, my absolutely lovely favorite. Sue Pollard. What a great guest. I went to a party, actually. Hmm. Yeah, I know as well, because I went to a party at her house with oh, the yeah. supermodel Heidi Klum, oh, yeah. who proceeded to drink <laughs> the entire contents of Sue's bar. It's very unusual to see Heidi High. Yeah. Hody <laughs> ho, listeners. Yeah, I'd say... Um, I mean, she was in great nick, so it was lovely to don't see her. Don't tell Miss Cathcart. Yeah, don't tell Miss Cathcart. Craig Cathcart. Don't tell Craig Cathcart. Um, I'd say, what is Sue? She's got to be 69. Mm. She's in Panto in uh, Bournemouth this year. You know that? She's playing oh. the Evil Queen. Oh, no, she isn't. Uh, oh, oh, no, come Jeff. on, Jeff. No one was going to do that. It's a fine system for doing that. Yeah, 69, I'm going. 72. 
Uh, she's 71. Wow. Okay. okay. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, hang on. Sorry, I've got that wrong. Oh. 74, I read that wrong. Oh, oh okay. That's better for me. Oh, it's better for, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, good. Sorry, chipping 74. away. What's, uh, what's, what's the scores, uh, well, Jeff? Brilliant start for Charlie. He's on four. Paul, you're on 14. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Opening up a lead already. Yeah, um, easy. One, uh, one little thing and it can all come back. Fourth birthday. Here we go. Okay, she was the star of Roseanne. It's Roseanne Barr. Oh, yeah. Roseanne Barr. Barr. Yeah. And with the acting work drying up a bit, she's she's had to open an opticians. Mm. Oh, yeah. uh, yes, I bought a few pair of specs, a few pairs of specs off her, but they proved faulty. I had to take my glasses back to the bar. Oh, oh that's a nice one for an El Murray yeah. fan. Yes. Yeah. Set a low bar in it, that Yeah. Um, you want you bars? <laughs> you want <laughs> bars. bars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roseanne Barr is 68. That's a good one, that. A good guess. Um, I'd say around that. Um, 67. 71. Oh, wow. Okay, there we are. Wow, way. It's quite okay. easy when you can see Andy's notes on Instagram Live. Is that, yeah. is that what you've done? <laughs> no, no, no. He can't. I wonder why he was doing so well. He can't. What's, what's the scores, Jeff? Charlie's won every round so far. It's Paul 18, Charlie 7. 18-7. This is the best I've ever played. I'm, I'm hanging in, though. I'm yeah, just yeah, sort of hanging in well. there on your coattails. But OK. Just, I mean, you'll still win, Paul. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. Let's go into half-time then. I'll lead us off. What's the birthday? It's uh, the actor from Rocky Four. It's Dolph Lundgren. Oh, yeah. Dolph Lundgren. He, he, remember, you met him. He came in, didn't he? Yes. Remember? Oh, yeah. He's, he's massive, isn't he? Yeah. I was indebted to him when I decided to swim the channel. Yeah. He lent me his flippers, and I was able to fulfil a lifelong dream of swimming with dolphins. Dolphins. Rocky Four's good. It's good when he goes running in that leather jacket, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look very he breathable. A, he was a nice man, I remember. Was he Dolph? Yeah, yeah Dolph. He was, well, he's not the character never, he is, he? I know, but you never quite know, do you? You never quite know. Um, he's he was, not. He, you was, know. he was very nice. Um, I'd say Dolph now is probably um, 72. Younger, I reckon a bit younger. Yeah, I've, I'm not. I'm going to say 68. He's 66. I'm not Ooh, having a good day, Charlie. Yeah. You're really nice. playing well today. I'm just, I'm just a bit much. off it. I'm just, I'm, I'm like well, most yeah. of the England team out in uh, India. No, just you're a bit still, off don't it. worry, Paul. I go, um, always go to pot second half. Not so, what's that? What's the scores going at half time, Jeff? You always know which week Charlie's been to the news agents. He's on nine at the halfway <laughs> yeah. stage, and Paul is on Paul, twenty. Paul never gets this. Paul, is Paul on does, 20. man. He doesn't get any of this. Yeah. Unbelievable. What was the What was my score, Jeff? It's twenty-four nine. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Some of the listeners doing well. Webby and Harlow, best round ever. Okay. Six with two direct wow. hits. Amazing. 13, Phil in Hereford. I'm on 10. The best I've done in a while, says Simon the Spurs. You're all playing better than me. Um, John the Swindon fan's on 20. Feels like I'm 7-0 down against all the shot. Well, I know Charlie's oh, playing well. Happened. And this is the corker. We've not had one of these before, Andy. Uh, I'm almost tempted to do it. Um, where's it gone? It was an absolute corker. Did, 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 did. Here it yes, comes. I'm on nine so far, but I missed the first question. Could you repeat it, please? Oh, right, that's nice. <laughs> no, I don't think well, we will, will we? He's, no. he's on nine. He'd missed the first question, one of the listeners. You're not on nine, he, then, he wants, us to repeat, spot on, wants us to repeat it. We haven't got well, time. It's Bubba, Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson, yeah. yeah. Bubba okay, Watson. Bubba Watson. There you, are. there you go, whoever you are. Uh, on to uh, the next <laughs> birthday, birthday number six. Charlie will lead us off. Okay, it's the designer and businesswoman, Kath Kidston. Kath mm-hmm. Kidston. Kath Kidston. And I entered an enterprise competition with her, actually, but Alan Hansen told me I was wasting my time. He said, you can't win anything with Kidston. <laughs> can't win anything. That's good. I like that. Very I good. like that, yeah. Kath Kidston. Kath Kidston. You see, you know, I've never seen Kath no. Kidston. I've I seen mean, her shops. Yeah. Her style is oldie-worldy. Yeah, I like that. So you that. wonder right. if she's like a retro designer and she sort of brought that back in. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's it a very tough one. It's a really I'm, good one. Charlie, I'm with you all the way. So, this is how... I'm not going to say I'm going to work it out, because I'm going first. Um, I think she will be about 63. I think that's a good guess. I'm putting her in the kind of retro market by a successful business person. I'd say... I'll go 62. 65. Wow, again we are. You're just chipping away, chipping away. I just can't get near you. What's the scores, Jeff? It's Paul 27, Charlie 11. Charlie's yeah, won all so far. I just need one sort of yeah, doozy. I'll mess it up in a minute. I just don't need worry, one don't that worry. gets me back in the game. I'm kind of in it, but with each one... You're just, yeah, OK, it's... next birthday, Andy. OK, it's birthday the singer-songwriter song, singer Lord. Lord. 
And uh, every single time I've been to her house, I've seen the brightly blazered MCC member, John Fingleton. Yes, you always find fingers at Lords. Mm. Yes, uh, that's uh, marvellous. That's um, <laughs> a bit in. Um, <laughs> I always put one in for Lord. myself. <laughs> Lord. Mm. He has I, been on the show a few times. Well, not, I say Lord hasn't. I don't, she'd be an odd booking no. for TalkSport. <laughs> we no had Jilly Cooper. Yeah, well, that's, well we had Jilly Cooper. That's that's brilliant. She's written a book about, um, I don't think Lord's made a football album of football anthems. Celery. <laughs> Halfway through side one. <laughs> um, I saw her at a festival, I think. Uh, I think Lord is 33. Mm, yeah, I think she's right. I think you're right. I think she was quite an old, old and I think she's got got it happened to her a little bit later. Oh, okay. Not like in her early 20s, a, a later she 20s. Nice, is she? No, she's not 90. Okay. <laughs> 35. Ooh, she's 27. Oh, Ooh, sorry, mate. Lord, if you're listening. Regals. Came to her later in life. Yeah. Well, Paul, Paul, you guessed 33 last year as well. Charlie guessed 31. Um, oh now we are on Paul 33, Charlie 19. I, won't, I promise I won't put her in next yeah. year. It's almost, like, it's almost like I don't pay attention. Yes. You've got quite a poor, quite a poor memory, Charlie, haven't you? Who's going to remember any of this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 33, 19. So next birthday, birthday number eight. Here we go. Okay. She's the editor-in-chief of US Vogue and chief content officer for... Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, for Condé Nast. Mm-hmm. It's Dame Anna Winter. Mm-hmm. Dame Winter, Anna Winter. Yeah. Young hair. And uh, I know her quite well, actually. We drove across America one time. I couldn't afford it, but Anne offered to pay all the petrol. I was very grateful for the winter fuel allowance. Yeah, oh, that's nice. nice. I like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anna Winter. Married to Jeff Winter, isn't she? she... No, <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, no, no, or, or Edgar. <laughs> no relation. Imagine how uh, often, uh, often at Jeff <laughs> Dennis Ways, four points. <laughs> <laughs> the only Jeff Winter I think that was offside, When he was on one? Superstars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. How old is she? Yeah. Mm. 78. 78. That's a good guess. Um, 76. 74. Oh, okay. Chipping back, Paul, aren't you? Okay. Doing well. Yeah, what's the score? Closing the gap a little bit. 35. 23. She's also gone into the half price Here we go. camping market. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now is the winter of our uh, discount tents. Oh, okay. Now oh, yeah. the, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Now is the your winter. Own recycling. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> yeah. imagining it's been dumped. The producer's dumped, dumped it. it. Dumped the joke. <laughs> like it's. And they'll have to make a report. He'll have to put in a report as to why. It makes no sense, that joke. Um, I'm just imagining Jeff Winter in the front row, but he's, he's just treats around the world going to fashion shows yeah. with Anna. Jeff Winter at the front row. I'd rather be at yeah. Riverside. Jeff, um, now go to Jeff. Any any colour as long as it's black. Yes. Uh, we had a crack on we haven't got long left. Uh, Keanu, Keanu Reeves is on next. Thursday uh, well, number nine. Never mind. Uh, it's, it's the performance artist and musician, Cozy Fanny Tutti. Oh, Cozy God. Fanny Tutti. Oh, no, that's and not. That's, a, that's an opera. That's, that's, well, that's her name. Cozy Fanny, F-A-N-N-I. Just be very aware of the time, Andy, as you conclude this game. Carry on talk sport. You go and put your own clip in your own clip. No, not at all. Here we go. We're running out of time. Here we go. Whenever we're on a long journey, she always has a supply of oranges, apples and bananas. It's always welcome to have a piece of Tootie's Fruity en route. And what does she do? Oh, Andy, love that one. She's a performance artist. I haven't got a clue. No, she is, I haven't got a clue. She could be well, 98. That's the idea. She could You've be one. That's she could really, be one. I really, she was one. That's really difficult, isn't it? Oh, no. I haven't got a clue. This no, could be... This I could can just, all me. I can do is go one or up above. Yeah. So, you know, okay. I can do um, that. I'm going to just go middle diddle. I'll go uh, 55. Oh, okay. I see. I could try and finish the game. Well, you could do. Well, yeah, I think we need to because time's pressing. 65. 72. Okay, wow. I went for it. So I went for it. Scores very quickly, Jeff. 52 30. 22 in it, one to go. 22. I noticed we've got a, a, we've got to really rush it on and we stuff have. when you're behind. No, yeah, I noticed because that. Because Keanu Reeves is oh, on. Yeah, yeah. Don't, good luck to him. Take it out with Keanu, not me. Um, <laughs> next birthday, final birthday, Charlie and Lee. Final birthday of the week. It's uh, the film director, Billy August. Billy August. And uh, she took me on a week-long uh, tour of the sights and sounds of Manchester. I really enjoyed my August Mank holiday. Oh, that's good. Very nice. I don't Go know who she is. Nor do I. Not a clue. Nor do I. 55. Oh, okay. You, you get, okay, 55. Yeah, you could win right. it easily, Paul. Easily. Um, I'm going to go uh, 79. There we are. Here it comes. <laughs> she is, in fact, 75. Oh! oh! 
Oh, oh, close. Just give us the final scores, Jeff, and we'll get the heck out of here. Uh, 56-50, and Charlie closes the gap to 19-17 this year. Oh, it's it! The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That's uh, this afternoon's show. Uh, Charlie, you're back on Saturday. Saturday morning, nine till eleven, and nine I'll be there 11? from nine till eleven. This you plan week. to get there at nine? Yeah, I plan to get there. Nine at for nine thirty. I always plan to get there at nine. Was it? It was the real spirit of. <laughs> of you did the spirit of Brazil lecture. I, I do. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Charlie was wasn't late it, last week, but did the show great, in his car. Did the show from the car. Yes. Yeah, he's, doing, he's doing it from the car. Not for the first time. He literally <laughs> phoned it in. So uh, do hope you can join the boys on Saturday. Um, I'll be back with Andy tomorrow for uh, Stan Collymore and clips of the week and all that so uh thanks for listening and if you can't listen tomorrow podcast available at four you've been listening to the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m on talk sport mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.